so that was some crazy weekend weather and you can keep it are we done with this no. Oh my it's god. It's supposed to be, I told you it's supposed to rain for like 7 days in a row. This is insane. This is uh, so the basement's definitely going to flood. Probably. Yay. All right. Well. Uh, we have a sump pump. Doesn't work for squat, but whatever. We'll have to deal with all of the fun stuff anyways. And when's it supposed to freeze? Uh it looks like it actually went back up. Um okay. And to at least like 35 or 36. So hopefully it won't. Okay, good. <laughs> you can keep it. <laughs> but I will say that the grow room looks great. Thank and it looks you. really good. I'm very, very proud of you for that. It looks really nice. So I, I walked in there and was like, oh, wow, I could just sit in here, which is not a normal thing for me. So anyways, ow. And I injured myself, and I have no idea why, but or how, I should say. But I can't stop picking it. <laughs> so, anyway, we get to do our weekend recap this afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, the only thing I'll say is that right now, I still don't have a truck. So, Nissan Corporate is supposed to be getting back to me, so I'm hoping to hear back from them today. So, that would be nice, because we'll see. We'll see what happens. They ended up in my junk mail, which really irritates me. Why... An email I sent out that Apple would or my email server would just say, "Mm, it's junk mail. (sighs) So that's annoying. And so I apologized and sent them the documentation that they needed so that they were able to update the records and have everything for me in it. And yay. And you also did your first uh, recording for Amy's Daily Dose. Yeah, but I think I'm going to have to redo it on the camera just because the quality didn't stay what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Well, and maybe just use your phone for audio. I don't know. As long as you give me a clap, I can I can sync up the audio and the video. So it sucks, but it is what it is. But it's Monday, and good morning, and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything, where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki, and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. So this is our Monday morning edition, and if you haven't joined us before. On our morning editions, we generally talk about our nationals and our dailies and just little rants and raves. And so, do uh, you want to start with our national day or do you want to start with a little rant? Um, I can start with the rant. It's just something that I think is stupid. Okay. There's a bunch of people that are freaking out that the reason that chickens stop laying in the winter time is because there's uh, things in the chicken feed that's being sold with RNA in it to stop the chickens from laying and changing the just the DNA of chickens so that they just stop laying and it's one of those things that I mean I there's no proof to it none of the people that are posting about it on these websites are you know reliable websites it's all just Mm -hmm. like blogs and things like that and we you know if you tuned into our episode um Probably, I think it's two weeks ago now, where I just blew up the big thing that was going around about how uh, the new food pyramid was making Lucky Charms healthier than yeah, the food yeah made Lucky Charms healthier than steak based on the new thing that the government was endorsing <sighs> and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it was all you know just blown way out of proportion by people with an agenda to post mm-hmm. that, and so it's the same thing right now where the people that are posting about that are people that are just 
you know, they're conspiracy theorists. They're saying that the people that make the chicken feed have ties to Jeffrey Epstein. And it's just, it's really, it's really weird. Um, I'm not one to constantly just, you know, bash on conspiracy theorists, but Mm -hmm. I am one to go, hey, if you're going to rapidly change the way that people view the things that they're doing, I have an issue with you. If it's not for better and it's actually for worse and it's going to cause mass panic instead of going, hey, this is the problem. This is how you deal with it. They're just going, hey, this is a problem. You should be freaking out about this. Mm -hmm. That's that's what bugs me, because you're giving these poor, innocent people that are, you know, clueless and just trying to start their homestead in the easiest way they know that they can and you know have these little backyards and they just got like three or four chickens and now they're scared that they're poisoning them and you know they feel bad and terrible for it and like i if you want a an honest thing look up how different chickens look now than they did 50 years ago yeah there's definitely a problem with the way that we feed chickens but because chickens didn't used to be as fat and big and fluffy as they are. And selective breeding only does so much. Yeah. You know. So it's it's very obvious that yeah, they it, there are there are some pretty bad things that have happened when it comes to all of the livestock that people keep though. Mm-hmm. Every single bit of, you know, animals that we consume for any reason They've changed them and we've changed them in drastically in the last 50 years to try to keep up with the boom of all of the things, technology, the population, just the demand for hunger because we keep getting fatter and fatter. Like there's all these things that are different yep. now that weren't the same 50 years ago. So I at the end of the day, no, you really shouldn't be feeding your chickens just chicken feed like Mm -hmm. you should be giving them food scraps a lot more often than not they should be running out in your yard and they should be going after bugs i mean seriously bugs they're they're raptors yeah the chicken feed is is, (laughs) it's literally a substitute for the fact that they're not your chickens used to be free range and they're not even if you Mm -hmm. get a carton of eggs at the store and it says free range, I can probably guarantee that those chickens have never seen the outside Mm -hmm. because just because it says free range doesn't mean that they're out frolicking in a field, eating all the grass that they want and having a good old time, putting them in small enclosed areas, just, you know, in an, you know, an enclosed space that had like, there's little, there's literally loopholes to all of it saying that it's organic. Doesn't mean that every itty bitty little thing means that they've never, ever had a chemical in their life. Mm-hmm. Never had any antibiotics, ever had any of this, any of that. Even or just the, when the it comes that to, coming from dude, yeah, even when it just else. comes from, you know, down to those little red, uh, uh, blood spots that are in chickens that you get from, or are in eggs from chickens that are, being raised by you know normal people mm-hmm. uh they you you don't get those in store-bought eggs because they're un- they're they're not pleasing enough to the general public and they freak out about little things like that and so they candle their eggs so that they take out any of the eggs that look like that and then what do you think happens to those eggs it doesn't go back to the chickens because they could be going back to the chickens mm-hmm. for nutrients but it's not if you ever eat eggs from somebody that raises chickens you'll know right off the bat that their eggshells are going to be a lot harder to crack Yep. Because the amount of calcium that, you know, is being fed to the chickens at home is a lot different than the amount of calcium. They don't care about the health of the chickens when they're producing eggs mm-hmm. for, you know, mass production. They, you know, lay for their two years of being, you know, real active in their laying. They're laying every single day, if not twice a day. And then they kill them after the first yeah. two years because they, they're just not it's not worth it to keep an, a chicken that may not lay every other day than it is to Which just I gotta say when you one. told me that I was like 
I don't want to kill our chickens, but well, I don't have any plans on on killing them. Mm-hmm. My what I see is after at this point forward because these chickens are our first. We don't want to get rid of those ones. Honestly, what I was thinking is what we should do is as much as it sucks to go through that process again, get more babies. Mm-hmm. And this third year is just going to be a little bit slower for us. But we also have Kim and Andy now. We can be you know bartering and trading with them for eggs, mm-hmm. um, and give our chickens some chicks to raise for the next year yeah and then separating them out and doing things whatever we need sp- building them a bigger space as you know next year comes around because you know i, d- I don't want to kill these ones off either mm-hmm. but i don't want to deal with chickens or chicks being inside again and i don't want to put them in the bungalow just because out of sight out of mind kind of concept mm-hmm. so i'm thinking you know if we put them in with the rest of the chickens i mean you know we'd have to at that point we would have to either separate or get rid of North and Kita because if he's mean to the other chickens and we brought salt and pepper in, they were still young and he still <sighs> went straight for them. So I only, that's the only thing that scares me is that he would kill them. So, but yeah. the, either way, that's, that's what I was thinking. But anyways, so mass panic in whatever, you know, area of TikTok, if you've seen that just homesteaders are starting to freak out and especially people that don't have big old farms and you know huge acres and acres of land to do things on the people that have backyard chickens people that would be like us with you know smaller backyard uh would mm-hmm. be freaking out about stuff like that and it's just it's not it's not true if you want to freak out about things there are definitely other things to freak out about because honestly at the end of the day your chickens are not how chickens were 50 years ago right. and there's no getting around that it's too late you have to do what you can with what we have you'd have to go and spend a lot more money and a lot more transportation things to get chickens that aren't like chickens that you get from tractor supply or atwoods or anything like that they're they are bred to be the way that they are so it's just if you're going to freak out about something or be mad about something be mad about that you shouldn't be feeding your chickens chicken feed from these stores for their whole diet you should be giving you shouldn't even really be giving them scratch grains just to supplement what they're not getting from that feed you should be giving them kitchen scraps you should be giving them oyster shell if you can't Mm -hmm. be doing things like if you don't eat enough eggs to constantly take the eggshells and give it back to them then you know it's just there are different ways even if you're going out and you're getting microgreen seeds just to grow microgreens for your chickens so that they have other things to eat, then that's what you have to do. But they should not be getting all their nutrients from chicken feed. So people that are freaking out about it, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's uh, they're not not laying because of the feed. They don't lay because they go into more of a dormancy in winter because it's cold and the whole point is that when they're laying eggs they're going to eventually hatch into chicks and they Mm -hmm. don't want to do that during the winter months when the chickens could die from being too cold it when chicks are first born they have to stay warm and it's not easy the 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 hen wouldn't be able to get up if they were you know hatching in winter so at the end of the day it's not because of the chicken feed it's not because of anything like that it's because they've been bred and bred and bred probably not because of the chicken feed look there is an outside chance that there is a clandestine group of people that want to control the food Mm -hmm. and want to control it to such an extent that they're doing stuff to your chicken feed but you know if you believe that then i say the honest answer raise worms like Seriously, get a big huge. I would like. I've I've honestly thought about it with ours. Our worms are holy crud. I've got to change. I've got to trade them into new containers right now, and split them off because they just they've they've outgrown that thing. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. It's a great problem to have. <laughs> but you know, it's 
not hard to to make self-sufficient for your animals if you're willing to do it we've been talking about congo who's our african gray parrot and making parrot food you know mm-hmm. for him and and we've talked about what we got to do for dogs and dog food you know because we've realized I'll, I'll tell you guys we got this call of the wild dog food and holy crud my 14 year old dog is running around like a puppy mm-hmm. and just ang- anxious <laughs> like just she's just got energy for days now it's just crazy she like two months ago she couldn't even jump up on my bed yeah now we can't get her to not jump up on my bed and clear half of it in the process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we definitely, yeah. Hey, look, I'm not saying there's not. Okay. And people can live like there is. But just come up with a solution to what your potential problem is. You know, we have to look at gardens. Now they want everybody, like different states, like California's talking about it big time right now, registering your garden. That's stupid. You know, and, and things like that. And it's like. And there's people that are like, holy crud, that's going to be a thing. They're going to want everybody to register their garden. Yeah, that's that's nuts, you know, and I think it's nuts that there are states that you guys have accepted that you don't they won't let you, um, you know, grow uh, or or capture rainwater. And that's and that's crazy. And that's insanity. And so, yeah, I just I look at things like that and I think, okay, that's, you know, something that I'm going to fight against and i'll tell you right now like we're only allowed to have seven chickens yeah you know we're within city limits Mm -hmm. so they have rules on what you can and can't have how many you can have we can't have a rooster which is absolutely bullshit i get it that they're allowed but i feel like instead of it being within city limits it should be a matter of how much land you have within Mm -hmm. city limits because if we had a rooster and we kept it close like kept their chickens area closer to the house we they would nobody would ever really hear it our chickens are loud enough and nobody complains yep our chickens sound like roosters half the time. Uh, Our we're, hens we're gonna, are. We're, go- we're going to have. Yeah, they do. Gosh darn it. But we are going to have more than seven. That's that's all there is to it. So, you know, it's it's within view of the street. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, good luck looking in my house type situation. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not going to overly get into that. But we are not above being defiant of stupid laws yeah because if they if they do it's just a fine and get rid of them within a Mm -hmm. certain number of days so and we have enough people that we know that it's not going to be a big issue we could get rid of them for you know like just there's ways around it Mm -hmm. and there's still it's it's a dumb thing that has no real grounds as to why because we have enough space that we could easily have 50 60 70 chickens and have them be perfectly fine in our yard but and that's but that's exactly probably why that sits in place is because people did have that and they weren't taking care of them. And so because of and, and that's what most laws are is because, you know, or a city ordinances and things like that. It's because people weren't doing something. The city changed it and made it something that you can't do. Like right now, we've got a guy that's got, you know, something upwards of 500 riding lawnmowers out on out in front of his shop and on the side of his shop. And it's and there's mice and there's all kinds of crap around there. You know, and the city, he fought the city and the city basically can't do squat about it. But the city put the ordinance in that from now on, nobody else can do that. But why that one guy did it? No, there's a whole story behind that. That's just a craptastic story that I just go, okay, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, what is our daily? <laughs> what's what's our national day today? It is National Croissant Day. Mm. So in the United States, National Croissant Day recognizes a flaky pastry enjoyed at every meal. Croissants are buttery, crescent-shaped rolls that are crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. 
The key to a perfect croissant is laminating the dough. You laminate the dough mm-hmm. by folding butter into the mixture, creating multiple thin layers of butter and dough. This results, uh, or the result is a mouth-watering, flaky crust and airy body. Legend surrounds this pastry as it often, as is often the case with a popular worldly treat. What is known that is that crescent-shaped breads have been found around the world for ages. One of these was the... Oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. It starts with a K, uh, which originated in Austria as far back as the 13th century. This non-laminated bread is more like a roll. Credit for the croissant we know today is given to an Austrian military officer, August Zang. In 1839, he opened a Viennese okay. bakery in Paris, introducing France to Viennese baking techniques. So... Give your favorite baker a shout out. Treat your friends and coworkers to fresh baked warm croissants. Bake your own croissants. Take a baking class to learn how to make these delicious flaky pastries yourself. Mm-hmm. Offer a class if you know how to do it. That's right. Pass on the skill to, to others who want to learn. Offer a special in your bakery, restaurant, or store. Or try a new recipe. Soup and salad goes well with croissants. <sighs> I love croissants. Oh. I could make myself fat all just croissants because i mm-hmm. love croissants especially fresh baked croissants oh no they're dangerous for me i i know they're dangerous for me i used to i had a girlfriend and she was a baker and she would make them and she would make huge batches of them and like her freezer literally just had a, a whole mess of pre-baked croissants and she you'd wake up in the morning and there wasn't how she was skinny. I would never know. I could never understand it because she would take them and she would dip them into uh, a current jelly that she made. And so she would just sit there and she'd have this little bowl of jelly and she'd just be dipping a croissant in it. And she would mix cream cheese in with the jelly. And mm. so it was this nice whipped little. Oh, I'm making you hungry. <laughs> this well, nice Because whip- we have this really good blueberry jam mm-hmm. right now that yeah. I've been I I saw it today or yeah. yesterday, sorry. But yeah, I was like, oh, you like it. Okay, good. You know, not that expensive. So, and I like the little jars they come in. So mm-hmm. if we can remember to keep those, we have to start keeping jars, more and more jars. But yeah, I mean, she would whip it up. She would whip it into with, uh, with the cream cheese. And it was just, it was amazing. It tasted great. And she grew a little bit of ground nutmeg was in it too. And so just a little, that little taste you know, behind it. And it was just phenomenal. She'd get up every morning and she'd have her coffee with her cream and she would have her croissant and she would literally just sit and she would read it, read the newspaper. And it was really cute because she was the funniest person. So mm. she got me into reading the comics for years after that. She would get a newspaper just for the comic section. And then she would grab a couple of coupons as she, if she wanted them or saw them, something like that. But she never, it's never sports. It was never business. She'd hand me the business section. <laughs> so it was, yeah. But croissants are amazing. They are absolutely, oh, I wish they were good for you. You know, it's like, and you know what? When I think of croissants right now, what I actually end up thinking about hmm. is how similar to Roti Prada they are. And just oh, that yeah. airy, flaky, doughy goodness, you know, mm-hmm. where they don't structurally hold up to anything. <laughs> But you'll you can use them to grab anything yeah. and just go to town on them. So, but yeah, I, I good day. That's a good day to have. So, no, I love pastries. I love breads. I love breads of all kind. And we still haven't done the comparison to look up that that bread maker from uh, Atwoods yet, have we? Um, 
Well, no, I looked up some things and there was no no, no reviews, reviews no on nothing. it. Yeah, because it was in every it's too s- new. Well, either it's too new or it's just not something that is anywhere but Atwood's kind of thing. Like mm. because it is thirty dollars and most bread no, makers sixty. Okay, uh, sixty dollars so, yeah, and most bread makers start at upwards or at, at the lower side at one hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it's a little sketchy. And so I I feel like anybody would probably just go mm, <laughs> and not not yeah. get it just because one everybody out here probably makes their own bread anyways <laughs> or they just they already have one that's a good quality bread maker that's fair but speaking of bread making mm-hmm. <laughs> I want I I I'm trying to understand more about myself and things that you know I have issues with. And one of the things that I have a big problem with is commitment, but not to relationships and meeting people and things like that. It really just depends on my mood, whether or not I go talk to somebody. If I'm just not in a good mood, I won't. But if I am, (laughs) I have no issues with talking to people. But I have issues with commitment to tasks because I always feel like there's never enough time in the day and I have terrible, terrible, terrible fear of missing out. And... I understand that you don't get that because like, mm-hmm. you constantly tell me like if I'm, you know, if I'm tired or if I am not in a good mood or anything like that, just stay home. And I can't like I it bugs me. I don't want to miss something. And you don't get that. And so it's the same it, thing. It's, it's not that I don't get it. It's that I'm trying to push you towards a healthier way of thinking. Like when I leave, it's it's not that you just want to be with me. Sometimes you just you, you don't want to miss out on something. If I go, I know this. I, I literally had a cat that you remind me of that was that I named Echo. And it's it's if I go into the if I go into the kitchen, you're like, hey, what, what's going on? And you, you go into the kitchen, but you, you you like you don't like it when I surprise you. You hate surprises. You hate me doing things without you planning them. But at the same time, you end up loving them. Like Friday night, we went to a bar, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't want to tell you much about it, but it ended up being a great bar, right? Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I, I think I think of it a little bit differently than that. And it just may be my my experiences. But you're right. You have a hard time, like, wanting to jump into something and, and truly, like, commit to it. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. And the reason why is because I, I, I thought about it is because I don't want to have too many things that I have to spend my day doing if I would rather be doing something with you. Sure. And that is literally the biggest reason. Is, and we I've talked about it before many many times at this point probably, but uh it it's just you you get up and you do things, you're very fluid with what what happens during the day and you tell people, "Hey, we're going to leave 10 minutes, get ready, let's go." And as much as it's like great on the outside of things like that, having starting a homesteading lifestyle it makes it so that we can't do that Mm -hmm. i have to be home to take care of a lot of different things and if i don't do that or i miss that time period i can be making things detrimental to the tasks that i'm that i'm trying to complete i have to stay on top of something daily because i have to you know and you know a lot of things i look at you know especially when it came to like my seedlings that all i have to do now is be out there at some point or in, in the grow room at some point to water them in a day. Preferably closer to morning time than the afternoon because if I water them in the morning and then they go, you know, the rest of the day and then the lights turn back on in the morning and then they go all that day again with no water and then I water them at night, it's still, you know, 48 hours without water is it's detrimental sure. for them. 
And so, but it's still a lot better than me forgetting to turn the lights off and them having lights on them forever. They'll wilt if the lights come back on and they haven't been watered. They will die if the lights are on and on and on and on and on. And I don't, you know, I haven't watered them. So the the biggest issue that I have is that I fear if I have too many tasks that I want to do that I have to get done daily that you'll start doing things without me that I want to do. I enjoy going to the store with you and I enjoy being able to get things, you know, willy nilly and, you know, being able to just exist and not have a whole lot of responsibility throughout my day that I have to stick to that I can't get done at a later time or when, you know, when I feel like it, then having to just, it's, I don't know, it scares me not being able to just exist because mm-hmm. the, you kind of force the world to let you exist like that. But that's because the things that, you know, you're doing aren't the little minuscule tasks that have to be done every single day, constantly, all the time. And so it's just one of the things that I, you know, I I look at a bunch of different things all the time. Like, it's the biggest reason that it, like, almost scares me, you know, expanding the garden is because I fear, like, oh, I have to be out there all the time. I have to be weeding. I'll have to be watering. I'll have to be doing all this stuff. When I had the garden last year, and it wasn't that big of a deal because you weren't home, mm-hmm. I would get up in the morning, get the girls up, get them to school, come home, and spend an hour and a half outside watering my garden, pulling weeds, planting stuff, pulling things, thinning stuff, and doing all that stuff. An hour and a half every single day I'd be out there. But now, if you're home, I don't want to get up in the morning. And I don't mm-hmm. want to go outside. And if I don't, especially out here, if I don't water my things in the morning time, I can't water them because then I'll burn them. And so it's a time. It's literally it's based on the time. I have to get up. I have to do that thing. And I did push things back when you would come home and you'd be home for, you know, a week or four days on a weekend. And I wouldn't get up. I wouldn't do something because I would want to be with you. And so it's hard. Like I, I, I want there's so many other things that I keep looking at. Like one of those things is a sourdough starter because Nikki wants to do it, but she hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to bug me because I really do want to learn how to make bread. But it's the fear that if I get into the sourdough starter, I have to feed it every day. You can't slack on feeding a sourdough starter, sure. just like you can't slack on feeding seed or on watering seedlings. So it'd be another task I'd have to do every single day. And for most people, it's like, oh, well, you have all, you know, all the time in the world to sitting at home doing nothing. But for most people, those are people that are, you know, they they're stay at home moms. And, you know, their kids go to school and then they're there and they can do all these tasks. Their husband goes to work and, you know, they're just home. And these are all the things that they take their time up doing because they don't have anything better to be doing and so it's different they could do all those things and even the people that do homeschool their kids they have their kids help and all these other things and their kids are still young and they're you know energetic and happy and they do you know create a routine and they're it's very easy to create a routine with the younger kids we're at a point now where the girls don't have everything that they need to do in a routine they can't stick to anything they won't even brush their teeth (laughs) every single day but i can't fault them because I'm the same way. I don't brush my teeth every single day, twice a day. I would love to. And I know that I need to. I know that my have like my front teeth are fine. My outer teeth are starting to yellow a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. bugging me because I used to have crazy white teeth. And it's, it's the same thing where I look at everything that I want to do. And it makes it it just makes it a lot harder when I'm scared that if I get up and I start doing things, I make myself breakfast, I eat my breakfast, and they're like, well, let's go out to eat. And then... I want to go out and eat because one, I really like good food. We don't take us anywhere that I don't want to eat. And so it makes it harder because if I'm trying to not overeat, 
then we go out to eat and then I'm like, okay, well now what do I do? Do I just not eat in the morning so that if you do, I'm hungry for it? Do I eat in the mornings? Do I eat little bit so that if you do, I'm fine or just, you know, be hungry constantly because I'm scared that you'll get up, we'll go eat something or you'll get up and make something really good and you want to share it all the time. And I don't, it's just, it makes it hard. So it's, it's creating such a, a crazy whirlwind of emotions because I don't want you to change the things because out of spite or anger or whatever it is or fear that you don't want me having issues but I I have such a hard time trying to fix it because I don't know where to start I have a very hard time doing something because I want to do it I do most of my things because I want you to be happy mm-hmm. all the garden stuff I enjoy gardening yes I very much enjoy gardening but it was so hard last year because you weren't home and the girls aren't excited for me to grow stuff like you're excited for me to grow stuff. I can hand you any basket full of ingredients and you'll use them. Mm-hmm. And I can go, hey, we, is there a plan for dinner? No, here. Now there's a plan for dinner. <laughs> and then you'll do it. But I, can, I couldn't do that when you weren't here. I can't look at a basket full of ingredients and know how to use every single one of them in one way or another. And it just makes it harder. But now you're home and I want to do that because I'm excited for you to be able to make things almost 100% from everything we have in the house. And part of that is stuff that makes it my responsibility. Like if I want bread. But then every time we want bread, I have to make the bread. And that's what I'm scared of. So we want bread. Got to make it. It's got to be me. I'm the one that's doing it. I'm feeding the sourdough starter. It's just. But you you do know. I mean, I, I get that you want a sourdough starter, but you do understand you can make bread without a sourdough starter. Yeah. I mean, but we want sourdough. Well, sure. <laughs> that's and, why we got the Dutch oven. Okay, and, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is like here. OK, we, we do this thing where we get into a routine Right. And if we don't get into a routine, things fail. The first time we, we were raising uh, worms. Mm-hmm. Right. Failed. First garden failed. First, a lot of things. They fail and they fail because, you know, and the things that we don't fail on are the things that we go back to and just try to keep sticking to after we fail. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we're on the third iteration of our vermiculture and our worms are doing great. Okay. Matter of fact, I need, I forgot I was going to go get bananas. Next time I go to Kroger's, I need to remember to get bananas. But I'll just grab some other fruit, some uh, you know something else, and just get it because I got to feed them like today, and get the other ones, uh, get them split, and get the other new ones in there in their bin, and get them going too. So we're we're go- going now to three bins, right? First we went gung ho, and we just didn't stick to it. Mm-hmm. The garden, the first year. It was not ready. It wasn't it wasn't a great setup. There were just a lot of a lot of things that were there. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, but we didn't stop. Look, you're going to make a sourdough starter and you're going to kill it. Okay, And then you're going to do it again and you're going to get better at it. And then you're going to do it again. And you are afraid to fail. And that's the problem. You have this this scale on you that even says that you fail. The people who fail, the people who never try. And that's the big difference. Right. Because. I failed. I've had businesses that failed. Like I talk about SIA because SIA was a beautiful success, right? And I got away from SIA when I was like, oh, crud, the economy's going to shift. The company's not going to be able to handle it. And rather than I'm going to stick it out and, and succeed at it, I just, I was like, I walked away, but I didn't stop marketing because I'm good at business. You, you get yourself and you're starting to tear up and it's breaking my heart right now, but you you look at the garden the last three years and you constantly say, well, I failed and I messed it up and I screwed it. And I constantly tell you, no, you didn't. 
you didn't fail. You didn't screw up. You're allowed to. Hey, guess what? You know what? There's going to be a lot of mad yeast because you're going to kill them. <laughs> but guess what? You're going to put them in an oven. You're going to kill them anyways. You make alcohol. You kill yeast. You're, you're going to do it. The thing is, is that you are the one who's most mad at you when you fail and not anybody else. You know, it's like it's like the girls like you, you and Nikki. It's like, man, you try. Right. And, and you don't always succeed. You fail. That's OK. You still love them. Lily even hated talking about it yesterday. Right. Yeah. It was like you two miss being friends. And I'm like, OK, so you got to go work on it. You got to try. And all I could hear, I, I heard it both of you. Both of you were just, are you afraid you're going to fail again? Well, you are going to fail again. Do you give up on me? I'm an asshole. Right? And I am. And you know I am. And every now and then it comes out and you're like, oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I am. But I try and I fail. And I tell you I fail. And I'm like, yeah, I'm failing. Leave me alone. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I'm toxic. Go away. And then I get over it. And then it's like, okay. And I get better. And when we first started as a couple, you start crying and I couldn't stinking handle it. I had to get the fuck out in a truck stop, ditched your ass, went out to the (laughs) truck and left you and Nikki alone in the restaurant. No, I don't want to be here. I don't handle this stuff well. I fail, but I get a little bit better and I've gotten a little bit better and a little bit better. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. That's the way we look at it. That's the way that we do things. That's the way. It, it doesn't matter. If Nikki doesn't do something, you know what? Nikki wanted to paint her room. I wouldn't let her do it until her I mean, until her room was clean. She got her room clean. I told her she could have the computer. have a computer, right? Mm-hmm. And she wants to paint it. Great. But now she can't because the weather's bad. You can't paint in cold, wet weather. Mm-hmm. Um, your paint won't cure right. And you, you shouldn't even buy paint. Just so everybody knows, I actually was watching a thing on it, and they showed the difference, and it's true. Do not... Buy your paint when it's freezing, cold, or wet. Because your paint coloring reacts different in those different environments. And shaking up a can of humid air in with your paint will actually change the way your paint behaves. And in the cold, it's not curing, especially if it's latex. You know, and the more latex it is, and the more gloss, eggshell, everything else it is. um, You know, but... The difference between you and me is that you're afraid to fail and I failed enough that I just don't give a shit if I fail. How many times do I keep failing at having a workout routine, but I still go down there and work out, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't care if you failed. You want to do a sourdough starter? Do a sourdough starter. The thing that I don't let you do, I don't let you give up, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a dog in here right now that I would not let you give up. And aren't you grateful that I didn't let you give her up? Because she's a pretty fucking awesome dog, right? Yeah. Do you want to give her up still? No. Okay. She is awesome. And we learned that she, and I whistle a lot more than I think I do. Right? Because <laughs> whoever had her before us, number one, they were abusive. We know they were abusive. Because she won't take anything from my hands. My hands, specifically. She loves me. She loves me. She loves jumping up in my lap. She loves everything about me. But she... Well, you know, but she will not take anything I give her from from my hand. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. And the other thing is, is whoever had her before me whistled to call her 
because uh-huh. I whistle and wherever the heck I am, this dog makes it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> look, just don't be afraid to fail. You're, you, you sit there. It's like, look at your germination rate this year compared to two years ago. Look, look at your greenhouse. Look at, look at your grow room. Look at how everything is organized. Look how you have everything together as compared to how you had it two years ago. Right? Mm-hmm. Look at all the stuff that I sit there and I go, hey, what about better? And you go, oh, no, we can't do that because A, B, C, D, E. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Two years ago, three years ago, you didn't know the difference between topsoil, potting soil, you know, the numbers or the nitrogen levels or anything like that. You didn't know squat about the difference between, you know, fertilizer and nutrients, right? Mm-hmm. So now. You got all this stuff down. You know the difference between compost and composting. You know the difference between, you know, all this stuff. And I don't. And I just get you what you need. Right? Yeah. So don't be afraid to fail. Go downstairs, make sour to starter. Shut up. <laughs> get the shit made. And you know what? Good. Let Nikki be upset about it because Nikki was going to make it. Well, that's great. If we waited on everything that everybody else was going to do, none of us would accomplish anything. I'm ready to I'm ready to fight our government right now. <laughs> Okay, and I'm not wasting time doing it while everybody else is talking about it. You see the stuff that I'm doing and ramping up and getting ready for. I'm I'm looking at it right now with the Fair Tax Act. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a government that doesn't want that because the government would have to have transparency in the money and they would be limited. They would be kids who have shown that they can't be trusted with the wallet. And so in that we're like, nope. <laughs> so that's that's where it is. But. You know. Don't be afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to fail. And it's, it's okay. actually, let me rephrase that. It's okay to be afraid to fail. But don't let the fear stop you. Because you will never fail more than when you don't do something. Okay? Okay. So you got this. And thank you for joining us on our morning <laughs> edition of the Stupid Podcast on Everything. Where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you, that which does not kill you is waiting for you to fail and give up. Peace out with your peace out. Wow. Wow. Wow.